Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. While Los Angeles area guitarist Larry J has been refining his craft for over 35 years, his renewed interest in songwriting has led to a new 12-song album release featuring their recent single, Here's to Us. The New York native injects his songs with hopeful lyric and warm melodies. Larry J joins us on this edition of Americana Music Profiles as we talk about his career and his new music. Hello, Larry. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I am doing well, sir. How are you? You are on uh, on the West Coast, I believe. Yeah, I'm in uh, Southern California in the middle of the heat wave. Yeah, but my air, my air conditioner is working, so I'm I'm not too hot. There you go. Okay, <laughs> so we got coast to coast connection today. I'm in in Virginia, so it's uh, nice to span the the country to make this connection this uh, afternoon and, and talk with you about your music and your career. Tell me. A little bit about how all this started for you. Um, wh- when did music become something you were interested in? Well, it happened. I'm an older guy, so it happened many years ago when I was uh, just a kid. Uh, I heard someone play guitar and like a second cousin, and uh, and the, the notes. I just vibrated with the strings. I tell everybody and. I've been a guitar player ever since, you know, I'm a lifer for guitar, and uh, that's how it started. And I started off as a guitar player. I've been in many bands playing guitar, mostly cover bands back in high school, and then when I went off, left home, I started more of a solo career, doing mostly covers. Uh I wasn't writing much then. so that's how it all started. Yeah, okay. So uh, getting in, involved in bands, uh, teenage, post-teenage years, early adult years, was it something that uh, you pursued as a full-time thing, or, or did that kind of mix into your weekends while you were doing other things along the way? It, was, it wasn't full-time because I was also probably taking going to school or working, uh, regular jobs, so it was it was probably part time, and then for at, at times it was full time. I I would if I had a band that was uh, tra- traveling and all that, it'd, it'd be back and forth. It'd be temporary sure. full time, and then part go temporary part time. Was up and down, right? Yeah, sure. Did you did you grow up in California, or or were you an East Coast guy? Originally, I was an East Coast guy, and I left around eighteen or nineteen, and uh, I was in the West Coast for a while. I was in Canada for a while. Okay. I was in Florida for a while. I, I was, I was a young guy moving around a bit. Yeah, M- moving around for work, or did you move around with the music? Both. Yeah. Okay. What were some of your musical influences when you were first getting started? What what did you migrate towards? Enjoy listening to what what influenced your earlier music? Oh, my, like I said, being an old guy, I was influenced by the Beatles, Hendrix, Neil Young, Willie Nelson, all the all the, all the people that were big, you know, about thirty, forty, fifty years ago. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, the Stones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
when did songwriting become part of this for you? Did did you okay? Yeah. Were you is, playing all along? Did you uh, reading through some of the notes? I, I got the impression that you might have stepped away a little bit and then came back to it. Tell me, tell me how the the middle part of your career came about. Okay. What happened was, uh, okay, I think I got to the West Coast around the, permanently, the L.A., Southern California, around 78, and I was in a, a original band, and, you know, we had a, we had a little interest in us, but it didn't go anywhere, we do, so I was, I was, I was getting seriously writing then, but also we were getting a little crazy, I think you know what I mean. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> And so it kind of fell apart, uh, and I decided to clean up my act, and I got married, went back mm-hmm. to school, got a career. So I gave up music for for probably 10, 15 years. Oh, okay, all right. And then, uh, I, but I, not that I gave it up, and I, I would still do you know, some covers shows now and then, but then I said, I'm going to get, I'm going to really bumped up my uh, songwriting. I, I I never really took a lot of classes and, and worked with a lot of songwriters, and I said, this time I'm going to do it. And so, you know, I I go to Nashville, uh, and I just, I've just been developing my songwriting the past five years. It's, you know, okay. I'm, up, I'm up many nights just working on songs. I... I'm in a couple of different groups where we run by, we edit songs, and we get the best lyrics we can. Sure. I've always been pretty good with the melodies. Getting, you know, trying to be competitive with the natural songwriters, you got to really step up your game with your lyric writing. Right, yeah. Yeah. What pulled you back I, into I, the music? When, when you, what pulled you back into the music? You said you'd kind of sort of I, put it aside a little bit. I never really left it, you know, like I said, it's always, and every, you know, like I said, I still kept doing some guitar work cover, and cover bands, even when I really wasn't pursuing it that much as I am now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I never left it, but part of me said, you know, I could be a great songwriter, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. People liked my songs back in the 80s, but, you know, it didn't, didn't go anywhere. There's been a couple of times in my life where, you know, people, I had some industry. Well, now it's different now. Now you don't really go after the record labels. Now you try to get a following on the Internet, right? Right, sure, social media, yeah. Uh, but, that, you know, back when I was a young man and when I was doing the solo stuff, but I really wasn't much of a songwriter. People were interested. And then uh, because I wasn't a songwriter, that didn't go anywhere. And then, the eight, like I said, the 80s, the band we had... Uh, that they that fell apart, and so. But I was writing then, and now I I'm more of a soloist right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've become like a really singer songwriter. So. Yeah, okay. And with emphasis more on songwriter right now because mm-hmm. I don't always when I pitch my songs I don't always use my own voice. Sometimes I use a a, a really strong country vocalist with the twang in their voice. Sure, okay. I'll pitch it. Uh, but if I perform, I'll, I'll sing it. And I perform solo. Uh, I have a lot of backing tracks that I create. I do all the production on the songwriting most of the time. Okay. Uh, every once in a while, I'll use an outside producer. Uh, so that's, you know, I just I just want to keep, you know, I heard Bruce 
Springsteen once said in an interview, you know, he he wasn't concerned about being famous. He just wanted to be the greatest songwriter he, he could. Yeah, and that's that, cool. And that's my goal. Do you have a particular approach to writing songs when, when it when you feel like it's time to to write one, is there a, a style that you follow? Is it more organic? Uh, if I get a theme, like right now, my the the car song I'm working on is uh, it's called "I Need a Song." It's like the opening line is, "Sometimes heartaches can be like weeds. If you let them grow, it's hard to it's hard to get them to leave." Mm. So. Uh, mm-hmm. And so the the gist of the song is, uh, with a song, sometimes you can get rid of those. You're hurting. Everybody hurts sometimes. And, and you need to find a way to get rid of that. You don't want to let it grow and grow and grow. So uh, I, I write to the, that's the theme was, I need a song, so I have to write to the to the chorus. Yeah. Uh, and I took some you know, I took some classes with a guy named Marty Dobson, He's had a couple, like five number ones at Nashville, and uh, you know we talked about you know mapping the song. Right. All the all the lyrics should lead to the hook or the chorus, and so you know, and you know, it's easy to it's easy to go on a tangent. Everybody. Does. Yes. <laughs> so right. Right. I yeah. I run I run it by other songwriters, and you know, and I I drop some lines and add some lines. Yeah. And, and so yeah, it's you need to. Everything coming out of Nashville is is a collaboration, right. and it, it's and it's really important because you know you see things, they see things that you don't see. They see where you're going. You're not you you lost the map a little bit. <clears throat> so anyway, I'm trying to get to be, to be a great craftsman with with heart. <laughs> when you when you start to put the song together, do you do you hear the uh, genre, you know, whether it's more on the classic countryside or more on the the pop side, do you? When does that come into play? When do you feel that part of the song coming together? I I would say the pop part to me that's that's production. You want to have a modern sounding production, whether you're doing Americana or I mean, it's it'd be hard to get something picked up if it didn't if it sounds like it's from fifty years ago. Yeah. Life it's going to be really hard, you right. know. Why why hurt yourself? Uh, so yeah, when it, when it comes to production, I try to make it sound mo- modern sounding, which is a bit of popish, you know. Uh, even like Cody Johnson, he's he's more traditional, but his his hit last year, you know, the production was modern. So right, that's, right. Yeah, as for the feel of the song, it, it can be it can be Americana ish, country ish. Uh, that's that's when you play like this when you're playing with the guitar by itself. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So that doesn't necessarily dictate the um, the direction of your song or the words uh, in the beginning. Then. Yeah, I mean they say that production is like the fifth fifth member of a band. It's really you know it's a really listen like there's a song out now. Things a man ought to know. Just the production just is such a big part of the song. Right, sure. Before the singer even comes in, you you you're hooked on the song. It's just so I have to spend a lot of time with my uh, 
recording equipment, working on production ideas and all that. Yeah. And if 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 it overwhelms me, that's when I'll usually I can come up with a good production. If not, then I'll hire an outside producer. If I know I'm getting too bogged down. Yeah. Into okay. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the interview. I think I read where you've actually um, gotten a few awards, uh, uh, runner-up type awards for some of your songs. John Lennon's songwriting contest, I think, was one of them. Yeah, I was like uh, in the first runner-up. That was that was a while back. Uh, I I don't really enter that many song contests. Uh, Michael says my my current songs are doing pretty well on the iTunes charts in different parts of the world. Yeah, that's great. And yeah. the, these are from a new record that you have out, or are you just releasing singles at this point? I'm releasing a new single every month. I started about 10 months ago, and one of them was number one in South Africa. I think the song called Wow. Uh, he said that the re- my current release, which was released about a month ago, he said that was number two somewhere. Or it was number two in the international iTunes chart. Yeah, I don't really follow it that much. I'm spending more time creating than yeah. looking at the uh, the charting. Uh, but it seems that people really like it. And, and so all my hard work is getting recognized or people relate to it. That's important. Will these be part of a, an upcoming uh, record, a full collection that, that people will be able to get eventually? Yes. At the end of the year, I'll take all this... Uh, Singles and and I make music videos to go along with each release, so people can watch the video and hear the song, or they can go to Spotify and listen to the song. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I do live streams. I try to do it once a week. Uh, I go out once in a while and just play at, at some local fairs and all that, or or uh, at the outside malls. So you know, I try to keep active. So you've been able yeah, I mean, to get out with this new music then um, more recently to play live. Yeah, I, I was getting up. I was going out before the pandemic really shut things down. I was going out to like a local outdoor malls and all that. Uh, and and I, you know, I have I have good equipment. I can I can bring my my looper, my backing tracks with me, and my harmonizing tools and. Uh, but mostly, I mostly I, I I kept doing live streams during the pandemic, except for I had a I had some health issues for, uh, that set me back for a few months. I had to get some heart surgery. I eating too many pizzas and all that would yeah. clog you up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so now I, I eat a vegetarian diet now, and I'm feeling really healthy. Yeah, that's great. Who do you find? resonates with your music what kind of audience seems to be tracking with with your songs i would say both male female probably people made probably the over 30 crowd mm-hmm. uh, people that like country that like americana i think they resonate with my music do you have a particular kind of venue that you prefer uh no I, I, I just like playing. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, it, coffee house, uh, outdoor parks, festivals. Uh, yeah, there... I'd rather do the outdoors. I, 
And I've done coffee houses. Uh, they're okay, but the thing is, you don't get a, you don't get to play that many. They always, you know, you maybe get a half hour. We're outdoors. I can play maybe a good hour, good set. Right. Sure. Yeah. Are you still adding some covers in as well, or are you trying to play predominantly original material? Predominantly original. Uh, I mean, every once in a while I might do a, a cover, but it would be my own version of it. Uh, but most, mostly original. And the new record is supposed to be out, I think you said, at the end of the year. Do you have a, a name for it? No, I haven't for the for the name of the album. Uh-huh. I haven't I haven't come up with that yet. But uh, yeah, an album should have a good name. That I didn't think about that. Uh, but uh, right now, like if I'm, I just I'm just concentrating on each new release each month. Yeah. And and the song coming out the first day of summer, which I think is Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh, that's called "Here's to Us," and it's about you know celebrating friends that stay friends for a long time. Yeah. And so, uh, I don't know, I have to think about that. Thank you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you record all of these songs in advance or are you recording them and releasing them? I mean, are these songs that you've uh, finished them all at once? No, no. Some of them, uh, no, some, I had the first couple finished, but yes, yeah. For some reason, I've been blessed. I've, I've, I've been able to write like a, and finish a new song every month. Okay, you know? that's cool. That's, that starts from writing it, uh, rewriting it, and rewriting it, producing it, reproducing it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm spending four or five hours probably every day working on it. With maybe take a day or two off. Yeah. So yeah, so many songs are new. I didn't even know they existed yet. When okay. I started. So you're literally starting from scratch almost every month then. Yeah. Well, I had enough to, uh, I could have done 10 months with older material, but my newer material is just better. So I sure. figured I just, yeah. if it's coming, just, just go with it, you know, be, be glad and grateful that I can still have the news, you know. Yeah. I'm very lucky that way. How many more do you plan to release? Are you going all the way up to December? I'm going to go up to probably by September, October should be uh, 12 songs. Okay. I think. I'm getting close to the end. Uh, I've got my, I've got two more songs for uh, July and August. And I, uh, if I don't have something new that I write between now and then, I, I have a couple of good songs that I wrote last year or two years ago that I can do. Okay. And then I'll have it. I'll be ready to do that, and I'll have to come up with a name. If you think of any good ideas, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. We'll go back and listen to some more of the videos. Will you um, Will you do this again? Is this something that you want to – is this a kind of an every-year thing, or was this just an experiment to see see how it goes? Uh. Yeah, I'm, anytime I keep, if I come up with a new song or or, or I, I'm happy with an older song, I'll release it, uh, probably as a single. But I'm hoping that this will uh, get me enough following that I can uh, get out and play as an opening act for someone bigger than me. Yeah, sure, yeah. 
Yeah, that that's the plan. And also, I'm hoping that a song gets enough uh, streams or views that it will help me pitch it to a, a major artist yeah. as a songwriter. Yeah, yeah, that was that's the, the goal, just to get more recognition yeah. for my songwriting, and then uh, help help my uh, my performance career and my songwriting career. So, how can our listeners? find the songs that you have released already, follow you and and uh, pay attention for the for the next ones? Okay. What's the best way to reach out? That's very easy. Okay. I just follow under the umbrella, umbrella Larry J Music. I was going to just do Larry J, but there's three or four of them and people go to the wrong site. Right. Okay. So Larry J Music and... Uh, you can find me on Spotify with that handle. You can find me on YouTube with that handle. You can find me on Facebook with that handle. And you can see the videos or listen to the audio. And if you want to uh, contact me on Instagram, I'm Larry J underscore music on Instagram. And that's J-A-Y spelled out, right? Yeah, J-A-Y, yes. Yeah, great. All, all one word, Larry J music. Well, thank you, Larry. <laughs> Uh, been good to hear your story and and uh, find learn about your unique way of getting your songs out there. And we certainly wish you well with um, finding some people to take them on as their own. And uh, certainly looking forward to the collection as you get it together. And excited to hear what you call it when it gets released this fall. Okay, thank you so much. We're gonna listen to one of Larry J's songs. That'd be great. Yep. Yeah, it'll be my most current release called. Here's to us. Thank you, Larry. I don't like to isolate When my heart aches So before it breaks I'll go and meet my friends in town I know they won't let me down I'll buy first round We don't have to wait Make life great Now it's Yeah, I'm 
Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.